0: If you're a fan of the Sly Guy Podcast and you want to help us get it to the next level, you can become a patron over on Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash Sly Guy Podcast. And what's the point in doing that? I hear you ask. Well, what you can get over there is a lot of bonus content, a lot of fun. Every week, you get the, the elusive guest episode. Every Friday we have a guest on the podcast and it's available only for patrons. Some recent guests have included Psychic Glenn, which has been wow, what an episode that was. We have had William Thompson, we have had Andrew Smith, we have re- had Reese McLenahan, and some upcoming guests that we're going to be having over there will be Mickey Bartlett, Aaron Butler, Annette Kelly, Danny Simpson. A lot of fun guests coming up only on patreon.com forward slash Guy podcast. So if you want that, plus an audio only extra slag Guy podcast every Monday, and the bonus podcast, Dog Walks with Davey, plus access to this podcast a day early, patreon.com forward slash slag Guy podcast. You will not be disappointed. And if you are, there's no, there's no pleasing you, is there, really? If you'd like to see my new stand-up show, Bits and Pieces, live at the Ulster Hall on the 10th of September, 2022, you can buy a ticket. That's how. That's the only way to do it. If you want to see it, that's the only way to do it. Tickets are now available via Ticketmaster or the Ulster Hall website, depending on your preference. If for some reason you go, hmm, I'd much rather buy via Ticketmaster, you can do that. Or if you want to get via the Ulster Hall, you can do that. But one thing that is for sure, the links to the show are on my social media accounts. So on Instagram, comedy. On Facebook, Dave Elliott Comedy, on Twitter, The Dave Elliott, because that's just what that handle is too. So you can get the tickets there, come and have a good time, and if you're at the last show, you'll know about it. Ulster Hall, 10th of September, let's go. The Slag Out Podcast is brought to you in association with Modest Beer, the original friend and sponsor of the show, Modest Beer. Modest are, are modest by name and modest by nature. Well, that's what they'd tell you anyway. I don't really think they're modest by nature anymore. They're expanding. They're expanding like a bodybuilder in the off-season. Those guys are heading to the stars. And they've been here with us from day one. And there's no no stopping that connection. So they can't get rid of me unless they divorce me. And that's not going to happen. So if you want to know more about Modest Beer, about their journey, about their cause, about their beer, visit their website, www.modestbeer.co.uk or... If you want to be a real cheeky bastard, find him on all social media platforms at, you guessed it, modest beer. Enjoy the show. I'm the Sly Guy. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the critically acclaimed by nobody Sly Guy podcast with me, your host, Dave Elliott. Bit of a different episode this week because I am the, I'm the prince. I know I said a few weeks ago I'm the Lord, I'm Lord David Elliott, but I am the Prince of the podcast today. And I mean that not in terms of, of title, but I mean that in terms of function. As in the artist formerly known as Alive, Prince, he used to just play everything. He used to play his guitar, he used to produce, he used to direct, he used to play drums. Maybe he played a harmonica, I don't know. Maybe he did that other one. Whatever that is, he did them all, because that's what I'm doing today. I am producing, I am Control of sound, lighting, content, the works, solo production of the podcast. And why is that, I hear you ask? Have I, for whatever reason, decided to be sound and given the snake rat the day off? Nah, fuck that guy. His son got COVID. Hope he's okay. The snake rat, not so much. But he's left me in the lurch. I'm here by myself. But listen, you know what they say in the world? They say sometimes in life, you get handed bags of shit. And it's up to you to deal with the bags of shit. What do you do with the bags of shit? Do you walk around for the rest of the fucking day holding a bag of shit, stinking of shit? Or do you just deal with the shit by putting it in the bin and trumping on with the rest of your day like a big boy? And that's what I've done. I'm trumping on myself. I'm running the show. I am a producer, director, lighting assistant, props guy, locations manager the works. But this is what the Slag Guy Podcast is. It is a, it is a, a team effort. Now, are you going to give off about the lighting? Will Ben probably get at me about the lighting? Yes. Do I care? No, because I've come to work and he hasn't. So he's getting stripped a week's wages, and I'm taking them. I'm docking him a week's wages, and I'm taking the week's wages. And do I care if his son has got COVID? Do I? Is that my problem? No. To feed my own kids, he's getting docked a week's wages, and I want an apology in the newspapers as well, in the tabloids. I wanted to go to the I want them to make an official apology for missing it. But in all seriousness, listen, the show goes on. Now, am I gonna say just off the bat, do I need to drink water very soon in this week's episode? Yes, I've made it too hot in here. You might notice in the last number of weeks I've been wearing hoodies. Today, I think I'm menopausal. I'm I have to wear my t shirt, I'm too hot, and also there's radiator right there. I'm dry, I'm too hot, I'm not happy. Okay? And that's another problem. Just to, just to let you know, I have noticed recently. That I am kind of an old man. Um, I'm not not in like my mindset or my um, opinions, which definitely are old. But in terms of physicality, I am... This week I decided to myself, right, it's the time to, you know, really put the pedal to the metal on this whole being fit. Lark, I want to live, I was going to say forever. I don't. I don't want to live forever, I think. Um, No one deserves that. You know. I think nobody has done anything to deserve having to listen to me for an eternity. No, one's, no one needs that kind of punishment. But I would just like to be healthier, be fitter, be less fat and be able to look after my kids. So, um, I mean, not that I can't look after my kids, not not that I'm saying fat people can't look after their kids, because, hey, that's just... You know, but my point is, I don't want to embarrass them. You know, when they go to school and stuff, I don't want to be the dad that can't do stuff with them. I don't want to be the one that other kids are like, oh, no, look at that fat cunt over there. I would go over to the parents and be like, hmm, I would like you to say to your kid that that language is highly offensive. But besides that, I, I don't want to be in that situation. So I've really... Had the epiphany that right, it's time to start, it's time to diet, it's time to be healthy. And as of, as of recording, day one of the, the diet, so I am. I have a sore head, I'm miserable, I have a wee notebook down there that I have to fucking write what I've eaten in today, how many steps I've done, you might notice, I don't have my step tracker, I'm I'm mugging myself, I'm being mugged, I'm not happy. But whenever I I like, because to me I think whenever you do like, I don't want to say diet, because I don't want to diet. It's a a change of lifestyle. It is to try and improve my way of life, okay? Now, will there be people out there on the Patreon that listened to the episode I did last week with Psychic Glenn where he, to a greater or lesser extent, told me I'm going to get diabetes? Is that something? Coincidence. That's all I'm going to say. Coincidence. But I've decided, right, I need to do it. And one of the things, again, for me, if I'm making any kind of change, to make it be some sort of, legitimate sustainable change that i can make i have to like do things different because i'm a habit guy like if i get into the good habits i'm great but if i'm in bad habits i'm a, I'm, a, I'm a naughty i'm a naughty boy i need to call myself a naughty chef i don't know what, what what about the chefing industry makes you especially naughty but um i'm a naughty chef and it is what it is but uh, I I need to actively make changes now. I made a list of things that I thought right. How can I improve myself? How can I how can I make things sustainable to last me that I'll not just pack it in? And so one of the first things I decided was like right. I'm feeling lethargic at the minute. I'm feeling a big fat off, a big fat tired miserable bastard. So I thought mm, well how can I possibly. Deal with this lethargy. How can I possibly approach the tiredness that I feel? And then I had to think and I was like, I could just go to bed early. You know, there's whoa, there's a a startling affirmation there. Just go to bed early. So I've done that. Went to bed early the last couple of nights. To be fair, got up super early the last couple of days, but productive. Got stuff done. Yesterday, when I get up super early, I walk the dog before my wife, a nurse, went to work. And as you all know, the nurses go to work earlier than DTRJ, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, gets up to work out. You know. Dwayne the Rock Johnson at three AM is either balls deep in a workout in the Iron Paradise or balls deep in French toast and cream. If he's Antiquila, if he's awake at three in the morning, he's either working out or eating out food. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, I mean, there could be all three, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, if he's up at 3am, he's either working out, he's either eating out, or he's either gobbling puss. Either way, that's that's all the big man's doing, 3am. If you smell what The Rock is cooking, and I'm sure what it is, is probably, just as his famous wedge of French toast, but I, that's what I said to myself. Listen, if you're going to get up, you need to get up as early as The Rock. You need to do one of those three things as well. You're either, you're getting up, you're either eating stinking food and drinking tequila. You're either working out or you're eating butt. I mean, how did I transfer from pussy to butt? I don't know. 2022, you can do what you want. But I got up early at that sort of time of the day so I could walk the dog before she goes and like looks after people or whatever. And um, I could walk the dog before my girls get up to just ruin my day. Now, to be fair, I feel like... um, I feel like a wounded soldier because I've had the I've had the girls, both young children, two under my care, for the last three days, with no respite, no parents, no way to just get rid of them, and one of them's just been sick. The baby has just been snotty and winchy, and from she's been awake till she slept, she's gone. eh. And I mean, as much as she's a great child and I love her a bits, that can grate on you a bit. So, um. I'm glad to be, you know, changing the mindset and being healthy. Now, that what the downside of that is, is after three days of that, when you go on a diet, you get a wee sore head. You know, my head's already sore. I've been listening to crying all day. I haven't been able to eat ice cream, which is my number one weakness in life. I love ice cream. I haven't been able to get any. And I'm grumpy. And I'm here to do the podcast by myself. But again, it's all about making those little changes and to be sustainable. So today, I got up bright and early. Before anyone else in the house and I went into my garage, which was very cold by the way, very, very cold and I feel like I'm a brave boy for actually doing that. I went out to the garage and I sat on the exercise bike for half an hour and I just exercised, did a few crunches. Then my dog came and sat on top of me and I was like, mate, what are you doing? And he was like, well, hey, you're working out. I'm just sleeping on top of you and it is what it is. I feel bad showing him any kind of like negative response at the minute because I'm getting his balls cut off on Thursday and I feel terrible about that so probably when you're listening to this podcast my poor dog has no balls Um, and I feel horrendous about it you know I haven't nearly said tremendous there absolutely not I feel horrendous I feel like you know I'm his boy you know like I feel he trusts me more than anybody and I'm cutting his balls off and I am torn up about it but You know it has to be done. And I keep thinking it's really sly to do it. And it's, you know, I don't want to do that to the big guy. But then I let him off his lead today and he just wouldn't come back. And he just kept running around people. And I thought, you know what? Once bitten, twice shy. And by that I mean you fuck me, I'll get your balls cut off. Is what it is. Across the board. So he came and lay on me when I was working out. And then after that, I got up, had some breakfast, got the girls breakfast ready by the time they woke up. I'd have half of my chores done for the day, put a wash on, did the dish. I mean, the morning, I'm a morning guy and going to bed early helps me facilitate the morning. And already, day one into this program, I am feeling good. I was going to say good, I'm not really, I have a really sore head, but, you know, physically, I feel, I feel good. I, I am, you know, going cold, cold turkey with ice cream here, but in the long run... I hope it's worth it, especially since I'm, I'm really scared of getting diabetes above all else. And he also said, psychic then said to me, oh, you'll feel it in your feet. And I was like, what? And he goes, the sugar. And I was sort of like, okay. But any time since then, I have had any pain in my feet. I'm like, oh no, he's fucking smited me. Not the fact that I've just been eating buckets of sugar for 35 years. No, the fact that a psychic told me last week, you're going to get diabetes. That's what's happened to me. His fault not mine, but going to go into bed early is good. I'm ditching the phone as well. I'm putting it away. I've decided in bed for ten, read to half ten, sleep. Normally I'm like a midnight guy, but not anymore. Not anymore. But back to my point of feeling old and knowing that I'm old, and a thing that happens to you, like I for for me to do my wee like routines. I like to do things. I like to. Like signify, I'm on a diet by doing certain things. One of the things I like to do is like make coffee in the morning. Like, I like to get the whole you know shebang out, I like to get the wee cafetiere out, I like to you know, build the coffee, you know, I like to make it I like to be an experience. I like to put a little bit of like a little bit of boiling water in, the, I like to warm up the cafetiere, I like to put it in small bit, mix it around with three tools. By the way, Sensei Flood, JJ, John Joe bought me. Thank you for that. And by the way, if you want to listen to his episode, Patreon, it'll be there in a week or two. And I um, and enjoyed it, you know, I enjoy that whole process. But to me, rather than just making a coffee, to do that process means like, oh, that's what I'm going to do, rather than just popping the fucking McDonald's to get a coffee and then going, hmm, I'll have a breakfast McMuffin as well. You know, so it's those wee, like, habits. So I ordered myself online this coffee that I like. I like a type of coffee. I ordered it, got it, it's coming. That's sign one, the big man's on a diet. Sign two that I'm a diet is something a little bit new. And I say a diet, I just use that phrase, but on a health kick, right, we'll say health kick. Number two, I ordered a lot of body moisturiser, now people are probably going to go, what does that, why, why are you ordering all this body moisturiser, I'm like, because I'm now an old guy, and old guys, I have discovered in probably the last week, cannot regulate their moisture levels in their body, because I have been getting dry, and also moist in the wrong areas at the wrong time. So recently, like maybe in the last week or so, like this is the big starting moment, right? I don't know if this. I don't know if there's any science behind this. Any doctors, any scientists, get in touch. But do you get to a point in your life where you just you, you get dry. Like do you just get dry and flaky? Like I've spoken before about like enjoying moisturizing my hands. Like I've always had dry hands, but like my whole body is now getting dry. Like at Christmas time, my mum bought me um this weird little like brown bag of toiletries like it was molten brown so I mean it must have cost her you know an arm and a leg but when I opened it I remember looking at it going fuck is this shit because there was about 12 mini bottles in it like wee things like that with like what I thought was shower gel but out of say the twelve, four were shower gels I was like, eight body moisturiser? I was like, remember getting them going, fuck am I going to do all this moisturiser? Like, it's stupid. Couple Fast forward a month, I'm already down three bottles of the moisturiser. I just can't stop moisturising myself. And it's only recently that I would get out of the shower and dry off and be like moving about. My skin would just be like, oh no, I feel so dry all over. And I've just been applying myself a moisturiser. And then the more I thought about it, the more I realised... That, that's that been something I've seen before, but found weird. But as a young, wet guy, you know, as a young guy with a natural body moisture, maybe I didn't need to moisturise, but for years I would see old guys in the gym just standing there naked, big cocks, a lot of tan about them, just moisturising. Like A lot of old guys come to the gym, you never see these guys in the gym or in the swimming area, only just naked in the changing rooms like just slapping the moisturiser moisturizer on them just slapping loads of it on them and just rubbing it in just chatting to other naked old men just lubed up with this and I was like what are these guys doing but now after like maybe you hit 35 that's when you just dry up my skin's just dry but ever since that I got out of the shower I dry off I put this moisturiser on and I, I just feel like myself again you know I've like my elbows are dry my hands are dry my skin, but now I just put some moisturiser on. I'm feeling great again. Now here's where the trouble arises. Your body can no longer maintain the correct moisture level because where my skin is getting drier, other bits of me are getting wetter, and that's where the talcum powder comes in. So it's a strange balance between moisturising your whole body and then putting talc in your pits and your undercarriage. You know what I mean? And I think, like you know, whenever you get to like a certain level, like your the the, the, heat, the heater in your car just packs in and some days it's boiling some days it's freezing I think that's kind of what happens to the body you get to a certain age and whatever way your hormones go you just go nah I can't produce the right amount of hormones anymore I can't produce the amount of body my skin's dry and my balls are wet you know not in the good way you know not like like you would rap about shit I got wet balls baby but like I don't know why I, I instantly when I said rap went to little John you know you get wet balls baby yeah yeah there's nothing to show yeah about having dry skin. No way. So it started off at my elbows, and then started off with my hands, and now my full body. I just have to moisturize. So I had to spend a bit. Like and again, as as a as a full time guy, you know, I'm not getting that steady wage. Money just comes and goes, drips and drabs. So I had to, I had to drop a decent amount of coin on like a lot of, mo- like again Vaseline intensive care, large bottles of moisturiser, just getting myself lubed up after a shower. And that's part and parcel. When you exercise, you sweat, you need a shower, and then boom, the skin's dry, you need the moisturiser. So please let me know if you're another person who likes to use moisturiser. I want you to just get in touch with the comments, whether it's in YouTube or what. I mean, you can't really comment if you listen, I suppose you could wherever you listen. Where do people listen anyway? You know, do people listen on on Apple? Like, you know, I listen to podcasts on Apple, but I think if you listen on Spotify, please give the podcast a wee five stars. It's simple over there, you just go over, but it helps the algorithm. And I know people listen to the podcast probably more than they watch it. Which I mean, I do understand because you know, if you were watching just me, it's a bit weird to just watch one guy. So, but that's why more people are tuning into the old video podcast on Patreon with the guest and. It is what it is. But please let me know somehow. DM me on Instagram or or send me a message. In fact, send me send me an email on Patreon. Go on the Patreon Sly Guy Podcast. Send me a mail there and be like, yes, mate, I moisturise too. I have very dry skin. And I have to moisturise. But it's all coming up to the point, you know. I have to do that. I have to use facial moisturiser. I have to use flipping under the eye stuff. And again, I look this shit. Imagine I didn't use these products. I would just look like... A fat scab. Stinking. But, you live and you learn. And hopefully my body will regulate itself um, at some point going forward. Because pff, life's fucking challenging, you know. Maybe I'm not drinking enough either. You know, Maybe I'm not hitting my three litres of water a day that I've been instructed to do. But... Um, we can only monitor, monitor the situation. And the thing about it is, too, I'm a hairy dude. But, I mean, see, when I lift that up, it feels great. Like, if Ben was here, I'd say, Ben, would you come over, please, and stroke me? And he'd probably be like, you are very soft for a hairy man. I'm like, hey, this is what it is, and there's a big bit of bicep for you, whatever. Don't don't worry about it. And if you're watching it in work, don't, you know, don't blame me. If you get sacked for explicitly sexual content, that was my bicep there. Is what it is. Speaking of exp- ex- explicitly sexual content, what I do want to do is um, I haven't actually read the report, Sue Gray's report, like into, uh, in the old Boris and the fucking the parties at, um, at Number Ten. Th- I mean, just want to say, where to who it's con- is anybody startled that Boris is a chump? <laughs> like, is anybody startled that perhaps his um leadership isn't going... I mean, if you're a guy who is the Prime Minister of the country and you look like a three-year-old boy, you know, probably not the most reliable. Um, let's see the news. I mean, we're on BBC, of course, we're getting there. Sue Gray, let's see what she has said. i move us out of the way for this. Sue Gray has blamed the failure of leadership... For allowing parties to take place. The fact that this is even a thing. Is mental. Somebody has written a report. Into the fact that we were in the middle of a global pandemic. We're stuck inside. And these fucking pompous wasics. Are having parties. Again. Am I shocked by it? No. But it's just. It beggars belief that this has happened the se- the senior civil servant says some events should not have been allowed to take place obviously Miss Grey investigated 16 separate gatherings including 3 that were not previously known about Boris Johnson said he accepted the findings in full as he faced questions from MPs now say what you want about Boris Johnson he's a tube definitely und- un- undoubted but I mean, he, he takes the shit like he, ta- you know, he stands there and people just say all oh, sorts to him, and he's like, but 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 you know, blah, blah. <laughs> and he just doesn't leave. It's like, oh, he's mad. Um, these include an event on the twentieth of May, twenty twenty, bring your own booze event in the Downing Street garden, which the PM had apologised for attending, and the police are investigating a gathering on the thirteenth of November at Mr Johnson's flat in his flat. What a tube. Miss Grey says she'd been extremely limited in how much she can say by the Mets' inquiries and she couldn't publish a meaningful report at this stage. But she does make criticisms of the culture at Downing Street. Well, all it is is just an extension of this Bullington Club that these tough, rich, entitled, obnoxious bunch of bastards have been doing for years. And people are like, oh, well, let's pick these arrogant, obnoxious, entitled, um, selfish self-serving bunch of rich leeching bastards let's vote for them you know and expect them not to do whatever they want these guys have probably been entitled all their lives little lord fontaroys just entirely from they were kids being spoiled they don't know the fact that there are people out there not able to say goodbye to their loved ones there are people who haven't been able to watch their their parents. Their, people have lost parents and children and family members and they have died and they've not been able to go to their funeral and grieve. And these arrogant twats are having parties. You know, that in and of itself is the biggest slap in the face. And if Boris Johnson had any little particle of decency, he would just go, I'm sorry, I I resign, I resign, I fuck this, I am an arrogant bastard, who has, you know, on my watch, let these other, arrogant bastards, who think they can do what they want, do what they want, and you know, if he doesn't go, or if they're not made to go, or there's no response to this, why should anyone ever listen to, a Prime Minister again, really, you know, and you think about the, the shit Theresa May got over Brexit and everything else. And looking back on it, she was a damn sight better than this dude. But it's mad. Like I just still think it's mad that, that they you know, but what is what I will say is funny is now that in the House of the Commons everyone's wearing masks. Whereas um it's just it's just mad. It's not surprising. It's just mad. Um, and if I was Boris Johnson, I'd just retire. Um, unbelievable. And then this report it's, I mean, these sort of things are annoying, because the report comes in and it's like, yeah, that obviously that, you know. So, I just don't know. Theresa May said the COVID regulations impose significant restrictions. Um, on the freedoms of members of the public they had the right to expect their Prime Minister to have read the rules, to understand the meaning of the rules and indeed those around him to have done so too and set an example I mean look at at Boris, look at Hancock you know these guys? rats and then you look at Dominic Cummings you know, that guy he was always going to be he was always going to be the Judas wasn't he? but I mean Again, if you're the Prime Minister and you get a guy like that on your team and you get rid of him, what do you expect? But to me, Boris, just his total aloofness and his level of arrogance just supersedes any kind of logic. He just thinks, I'll get away with it, and does. And the fact that anyone is surprised... That's what baffles me. It's like whenever I spoke about here a few weeks ago, and I said like that, the, you know, people who continually vote for the the DUP and Sinn Fein are startled that we don't get anywhere. Both those parties are problems. You know, both of them clearly dislike the other side. You know, both of them stuck in the past. Both of them have hypocrites. But again. Ultimately, we're the ones keep voting them in. Same with Boris. You know, there was a big push obviously on social media for Jeremy Corbyn But how wicked must he have been in terms of leadership if people actually voted for this clown instead? So where is where is the feasible Alternative to what's going on here across the board both in terms of local politics and in terms of of Westminster vote for it and again I don't know the other the opposition parties clearly need to do something if they're being trumped by these fucking tubes you know it's a sad state of affairs it's actually sad government that we have um, here are just you know the governments we have are just fucking it's sad I was speaking too much about the government there I've had my booster jab I've had both my injections and next thing you know The camera shuts off. Now, people out there will go, it was actually probably because you don't have a producer this week and you're a useless bastard. True fans and people with knowledge will know the government. They heard what I was saying. They shut me down. They tried to censor me. It is what it is. Hey, Boris, DP, Sinn Féin. You might try and silence me, but hey, I've got one of these for you, you know what I'm saying? So... It is what it is, but listen, we're getting waffly, we're getting into politics, nobody wants to hear that, so I think we'll maybe just lighten things up and, and talk about Rihanna's great news this week. Now, the first thing you probably go is, oh, our pregnancy? Let's talk about Rihanna being pregnant. Nah, Rihanna has um, gone and done something more entertaining than, than getting pregnant, which by to be fair, um, if you went there with ASAP Rocky, I'd be pregnant myself, wouldn't I? He's a very... Very sexy guy, but Rihanna has um, gone and released some uh, some lingerie. But the, there's a catch in that it's for men, so Rihanna has gone and decided to uh, deliver this. I mean, what I can only describe as very come lingerie for just for men. Now, I mean, a lot of the stuff is just. Just, you know, sheer crop tops and really skin tight. I mean, look at this outfit. This is like effectively just... It's like once I do the washing in the house, I stick in the tumble dryer for two and a half hours. Apparently, you're not supposed to do that. All my t-shirts are like that. Nine times out of ten, I'll put a t-shirt on. It'll look like this. Admittedly, I don't have quite the abs. I mean, I do have abs, but they're hidden. This guy is more like me. This guy, is he's a bear, He's got, you know, I mean, how do you, you just get, get this image up on the screen. This is a guy. It looks like he's just wearing, it looks like he's in some sort of fighter jet. It looks like he's wearing a seatbelt of a fighter jet and a pair of briefs with with just a hog just hanging over the, over the seatbelt. Now, what I would say about that is they're two handsome men Two men in good shape. Neither one of those men look good in this lingerie. Men are not designed for lingerie. Lingerie is a woman thing. is a female body specific thing. Men just look special. They look rare. Ri- like the guy, this guy here, look at him. He hates it. He's like, I look fucking stupid. This is a mug off. If it wasn't Rihanna making me do this, there's absolutely no way. I like, see, to be fair, if Rihanna told me to wear a fucking a cheese grater on the end of my billiard, you know, with with tassels off my nipples and a fish hook through my nose, I'd do it. Because Rihanna, super babe. And now pregnant I don't mean that sounded especially creepy. I didn't mean oh why. I have a pregnant fetish. I meant um obviously having learnt an awful lot about the uh the aura of women over the last week, um on the podcast. I I just respect it, appreciate it. Um But it's safe to say that's not a good look, Rihanna makes great music, she does not make great lingerie, which is lingerie for men, and by the way, I realised that I struck my face there, I've been speaking an awful lot about moisturising, I put a face mask on me last night, I put a face mask on me and all it has done is bring the oil to the surface of my skin and give me hives, and it said CBD in it, my wife put it on me and I was like... Oh you feeling I was like, I don't even know what C B D is. It's stupid, it doesn't make me feel any better. It's just made my face blotchy. I hate it. I also use like those wee feet feet bags, it's gonna take all the dry skin off my feet. So make me look like a leper. You know, I'm blotchy in the face. I look like I am burnt. I look like of some sort of like plague. My face is covered in boils. The oil the oil and boils brought to the front of my face. I look like I've got the plague on my face and it looks like I've got leprosy on my feet. I'm dry all over and my balls and ass are damp. And imagine all that wrapped up in a sexy wee lint chocolate like what this outfit looks like like you're just wrapped in a lint wrapper. Not sweet. Rihanna, good luck with your pregnancy. Listen to Dad Boys podcast for some advice. Um I'll just fire through some listeners' questions here before the memory and this fucking camera goes again and I have mugged myself once more. Um I mean could blame me for this or you could just blame Ben for not being here, whatever. Um Let's see. First question's from a man, Luke, aka Cry Visuals. He said, if you're doing a slide dig, what's your thoughts on people walking about with their flash on and knowing I mean I read that wrong. What's your thoughts on people walking around flashing? I'd be like, hey, man, don't do it. Keep your dick in your budgie smugglers or in your real lingerie. Um, But what are your thoughts on people walking about flashing with their flash on unknowingly in their iPhones? Absolutely drives me up the walls because I don't know how you can accidentally turn a flash on and your phone's in some dopey Poundland flip case. Um, See, when you say that, I I just want to say two words. My mum, anything is conceivable with technology and my mother she would just be the sort like she's again it's only people in her 60s who have a case of their phone like just have a a case like this don't have a you know like you don't have to fl- it's not a book you're not carrying a book around with you it's a phone just you know you don't have to open it up with all your fucking cards and receipts in your phone you weirdo but my mum would do it she'd flip it open and the flash would be on I'd be like how's your flash on she'd be like I don't even know my phone had a flash and then she spends 10 minutes trying to get the flash off and then it's just drama and then did I nearly die there and suffocate during that sentence yes I was so exasperated and dry I just nearly burst but yeah totally conceivable that my mother would do that so I don't know if it annoys me I just think there are simple people out there my friend and that's what I put that um, down to Chris Reasy this guy who fucking blew my mind a few weeks ago I don't know what he said here today if a relative or somebody you loved committed murder would you help them in covering it up I mean, I think it's about time that there's Twilight Zone again. Um, Yeah, that's deep once again. You're making me ponder, Chris. You're making me think because there's different elements to that question. The first element being, you know, who is doing the murder? and Like, which family member has committed the murder? You know, who... You know, a lot of factors to think about there. Who is committing the murder? Who are they murdering? You know, what is their actus reus for it? Why did they do it? You know, what? Like, you know, some members of my family would be like, nah, fuck you, on your own. Others? Like, if, if it was my girls and they grew up and killed someone, you know, they, they'd do anything. Daddy's got their back. You know, if it was, like... I could just I haven't spoken about the phone, I could well see my mum accidentally killing somebody in the style of Mr. Bean. That would be conceivable. Um, you know, she'd just accidentally do something like she'd do it like a, a Brian Harvey. She'd just like accidentally leave her leave her, her her car parked on a hill and just roll down and plow through people and I'd be like, Oh I'll just have to kick them kick them into the sea, wouldn't I? Help you, but she would be, be. If my mom killed somebody, it would be an accident. I mean, Mister Bean. Like, if my dad did it, he'd have lost a rag and done a you know, snapped and killed somebody that way. If it was my wife, I mean, she's a nurse. Very possibly, she has or has already killed somebody. Um, I wouldn't help her because I'd be like, oh, she'd kill me next. Um, but my girls, yeah. And if it was somebody that deserved it, now again, I've just finished. The new series of dexter so i mean you know you're looking at people do they deserve to be killed some people you know i mean my view would be yeah, absolutely some people deserve to be killed you know for example see if so anybody did anything to my children ever and they went to prison and got out i would look for you i would find you and i would kill you I think that's true. You think if anyone fucked my kids, I'd fucking I I would kill them. and not worry about it, and then help cover it. In fact, probably wouldn't cover it up, but I probably take pride in it. Um, Naomi Mitchell said said the actress to the bishop. So this is this is going to be cheeky, I'm sure. Oh wow! Knob throwing festival in Dorset cancelled after growing too large. Whoa. A knob throwing contest in Dorset has had to be cancelled after it grew too large for organisers. Now, I mean, er indeed. The event was due to take place in Caddistock on May 1st alongside uh, the Frome Valley Food Festival, which has also been called off. A contest sees people lining up to throw a Dorset knob, a hard biscuit, as far as they can. The record set in 2012, currently stands at 96 feet. This year will be the third year in a row the event has not gone ahead as COVID cancelled the last ones. Yeah, it's pretty sad. I think more people should take the streets and just start fucking firing their knob up the streets. Like, there's that weird game that they play up um in the country, on the country, where it's just a load of old men with metal fucking balls just firing them down the street. And I don't know how it, how it works, but, you know, I was driving down the road one day and thought one of these fucking things... You know, we see her nearly hit my car, and again, I would get out. I would look for you. I would find you, and I would kill you. Um, but you know, guys, don't fucking cancel nob throwing Jesus Christ. John Kennedy said, "What do you think of the NFL?" Shit, <laughs> Liam. I'm <O'Connor. laughs> so rude. No, I don't. I don't watch the NFL. I just, I, I think rugby's better. And you know, there you go. Uh, Liam O'Connor says. You spoke last week about Afterlife and how shite the new season is. Would you agree that Ricky Gervais has been going downhill in general since he stopped working with Stephen Merchant? <gasps> That's hard. That's kind of like being asked what a cover from a family if they murdered because Ricky Gervais is my man. You know, he is the, the guy that I love the most. And in terms of comedy, I don't just, just generally speaking, but he... um. There's been a few things he's done that I've not enjoyed. Like, I didn't like Ricky Gervais, or no, Ricky Gervais, David Brent, like Life in the Road, didn't like that. After, see like season three, I just thought, was Netflix going, we need another series? And he's like, oh, but I've kind of finished already, you know, already. And they're like, nah, we need another one. And then it's like, oh... There we go. Tony's miserable again and F- fucking get over it. Why is Ratty and the in it without the psychiatrist? Why is the prostitute not in it? Ruined it. That's just my opinion. Um, but yeah, I definitely think they're the one of the greatest writing teams ever, if not the Great, And they should just get together. Oh, the big aisle, Danny Darling has said, how old is too old? Just turned 47. And a horny 58-year-old is sending me filthy messages. She's a grandmother. Hey, man, grandmothers need a bit of that juice as well, my friend. You know what I'm saying? They need loving too. Age is but a number. As long as it's over, over the legal age of consent, I think, you know, if you're down, you know, if you're down, you're down. Like I was saying about my own body, you need a little bit of lube. Sometimes the older you get, the more lube you need. But people often say bit of grease on a classic car. It's an experience. Um Darren Matthews said, have drug dealers ruined Range Rovers for middle class people? You know what? I think drug dealers have ruined a lot for a lot of people. Not just middle classes. I think they're a scourge in society and I think um, they need to be stopped. I think the PSNI in their sexy new outfits need to get out there, crank down on that. But yeah, you wouldn't catch me in a Range Rover. Not because of drug dealers, just because I'm poor but that's near here or there. Um, Wormball said, maybe Glenn is correct about the root, that's reference to uh, my root chakra, that, uh, and he said goddess Glen, <laughs> psychic Glen, and I mean, he is a goddess to me as well, so we'll not worry about it, what oh shit. It? Jesus Christ, what he you scare shit of me Wormball? Uh, Joey Badass, I mean, is that a wrestler? Says he doesn't ejaculate during sex to preserve his life force, and he thinks masturbation is weird. Hey man, everyone masturbates in the world. Monkeys are the less of all version of humans, and they stand in zoos all day pulling the wire of themselves and throwing a bunker of children. So all I'm saying it's natural to do it. Um, when the topic of oral sex came up, Joey mentioned he'd prefer not to ejaculate, and was asked if that meant full stop. I mean, do you just? I don't ejaculate, baby. I don't even know if that's why he speaks go for it. I'd rather not bust a nut, period, he said. Um, it's just going to sound crazy, but I prefer to preserve my life force. When a man ejaculates, there's a lot of things that leave your body. There's blood cells, there's testosterone, energy. You get depleted. They say it's like the equivalent of running 20 miles when you bust a nut. Hey, well, then I'm an ultra marathon runner, aren't they, my friend? Um, whoa. He said he's been doing this for like two years. So he's been busting before and just recently. Um, I think what's happened to him is he's just busted so much over the years. He's beaten his dick into submission and he just can't come anymore. Maybe that's what's happened to old uh, Joey Badass, which, by the way, great name. Um... Leah said, where were you, brother, when Hulk Hogan, brother, scooped up Andre the Giant, brother, and slammed him, brother, into the mat at WrestleMania 3, brother? I mean, WrestleMania 36 or something it is now, isn't it? 37, 38, who knows? I was probably a baby, a wee nipper, so I don't think I would have seen that, but again, I've seen the clip, and impressive, brother. Lisa Yates said, have you seen Belfast? No, not yet, but it is on my to-do list. Um, I have to check that out, because I'm interested in it. It's one of those things. Um, Phil has said, Who's your favourite legal player? Hey, fuck off. He is referencing the worst experience of my life on Kieran Bartlett's Knob Lasters podcast, which by the way, was the the greatest setup in combat sport history since or even superseding the Montreal screw job, where Bret Hart got screwed by Vince McMahon and Shawn Michaels. Disgusting. Kieran and his two wee, I was going to say cohorts, but I'll change it, It's two wee knobs behind the screen. Oh, nerds and fucking computer games. Oh, I'm, we're in mid-30s and we're playing video games. Stop. You screwed me over. I should be allowed to use the buttons right and out. Kieran, I challenge you on the PlayStation in front of an audience. I'll pull down your pants and smack a bare bum. I'll spank you. John McAleenan has said, Will Beansey ever make a return? Unfortunately, Beansey is dead. He's been killed off, off off-season, never to be returned. And last question, Adam Casey has said, Please impersonate Boris the same way as you impersonated Van Morrison. You know what? I think Boris impersonates himself. I think he's a parody and a character and an arsehole. So, guys, I mean, that's all I can do because I don't know how much memory this stupid memory card's going to have on this stupid camera, what setting I have, what setting the audio is. Who knows? How long even is this podcast? Could be 10 minutes. Could be four hours. Who knows? Um, There we are. All done. And... Guys, thank you again. If you want bonus podcasts with the guests, patreon.com slash slyguypodcast. If you wouldn't mind, rate and review the podcast. And it helps the algorithm. Again, people tell me this. helps the algorithm. Don't know what that is. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Even if you don't watch on YouTube, just Google Podcast YouTube, go onto it and then subscribe to my channel. I don't even know what it is. Help me, please. Guys, I am um, I'm firing on myself. I'm no longer the producer of the podcast. Take care. See us next week. Bye. I'm the slack guy.